Starting or growing your business is hard work. But now you are listening to the Better Business Podcast with me, Steve Cook, and I'm going to try and make it a little easier on you. We on this podcast help you grow a better business with real advice from professionals, and today is no different. Many years ago, uh, my family's business in the feed, horse feed industry, I had a, this interview show where I would interview different guests and things like that and uh, from around the area. And I, at one point in time, had this person that continued to uh, reach out in, in ways of, and not, not specifically reach out like, hey, I want to do business with you. They um, would reach out in, in ways of, of liking all of our posts and, and maybe even like sent us a few messages, things like that. And so I decided to take an actual gift bag uh, up to that person and just said, hey, we, are you going to be home today or, or tomorrow, whatever their business was at their home? And um, they said yes. And I ended up going up there and I took them this bag full of goodies. Um, it was it was some things, you know, from around the store. And it ended up opening my eyes to all of the ways that this person had actually been interacting with us that I had no idea. So I don't remember all of the details as this was five, six, seven years ago, something like that. And they still remain a customer with us today. But when I spoke with this person and just said, hey, I, I just noticed that you've interacted with us a few times. I just wanted to show my appreciation to you. And they had never done business with us and had a very large uh, potential to be a very large customer. And so what I ended up doing was uh, talking to them for a long time about all of the ways that they had seen us. So they, they ended up first seeing us through uh, us doing business with one of their neighbors. That led into me um, interacting with them um, through social media that I didn't even remember I interacted with them, which then led to um, them liking a, uh, one of our Facebook pages, which led them to watching a video that we had done with their vet, um, which led to us doing a video with, with someone that they knew, so on and so on. And so we had had all of these weird touch points all along the way, and, and all along the way, I didn't realize that I was... Um, warming up this lead, if you will. Um, and so what I want to talk about today is this idea that I, I stumbled across on accident of unscalable marketing. And this unscalable marketing is so crucial to being different from everybody else. You know, everybody wants to have this scalable marketing and scalable marketing would be um, something such as running a Google ad, um, doing Google AdWords, because if you ever find that you can buy the customers on Google ads for cheaper than what your average ticket is, um, of course, all you have to do is pour gas on that fire and wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. You have a incredible business by just putting more money on ads. You then get more customers. You know you're making money from that at the end of the day. So away you go. <clears throat> so everyone is trying to find this or the scalable marketing. But the thing is, is that this is a hoax. This is a myth. There is no such thing as a scalable marketing because if you do find it, it will quickly go away. It will not be there forever. You you eventually have to evolve and continue to try and test new things. I want to implore you 
and plea with you to try to find things that are unscalable. These unscalable marketing ideas is what we are talking about today. And I want to give you three ways to find this unscalable marketing and to develop this unscalable marketing. The first way that you can develop your scalable, unscalable marketing is by the owner of the business or the leader of the business or somebody influential in the business being the face or being involved in every part of this marketing. So why? Why would you do that? Well, first off, if you are a small business, business which I would assume you are from um, being the audience to this podcast, um, I would assume that you will need an advantage over a larger company. So with us, with an, a multinational brand, the majority of national brands are not going to have their CEO or their owner or their founder in the majority of their marketing. And, you know, it's funny because KFC is finding this. KFC is actually trying to make a character that looked like their original founder and get him back in the business. That that character, Colonel Sanders, was actually in all of their marketing for years and years and years until he eventually um, left the business and then um, passed away, of course. However, they're trying to figure out a way to make him a fictional character and put him back into the marketing. These small businesses have an advantage over large businesses by putting the owner, putting the leader, putting the that person in the face of their business. Don't be scared of that. Make that part of your marketing. It's different from anyone else. And and finally, if if maybe video is not your thing or or um uh, being super, super uh, charismatic or whatever isn't your thing. It at least, if you are in in the marketing line somewhere, maybe you're the guy that answers messages, maybe you're the girl that uh, responds to customers when they reach out or whatever it might be, at least be involved at some point and let people know you're the owner. Oh, thank you for reaching out. This is such and such. I am the owner. Um, I think that it keeps you in touch with your customers. It lets you know like, hey, I, I, I can't see how many people are responding to this, but I've gotten a lot more messages than usual. It makes you have a real life tangible um, things to measure when people reach out because measure, marketing is so hard to measure overall. So, trying to to give you three different tips to find this unscalable marketing being the owner and being the face of the business was the first one the second one is to find your target client and once you find your target client you can actually spend more on them in this unscalable marketing so spending more on this target client is something like this. Let me explain. So in the interview show that I was talking about earlier, that was called Steve's Horse Show. And so what I would do is our target client is trying to reach the horse owner. And so our business is located in central Oklahoma. And so what we do is is we cater to horse owners. And so what I want our marketing to do is to cater to horse owners. So what we would do is go interview trainers from around the area, horse breeders from around the area, um, um, auction house owners that sell horses from around the area, and so on and so on. So what this unscalable marketing is, is, is it allows you to spend more money on your target customer in the way that 
if I was trying to trade uh, pennies for nickels in this idea of buying Google ads or whatever it might be, I have to be very aware of how much I am spending, very careful and, and calculate each and every dime that I'm spending on marketing because I am just trying to sell one person and it doesn't really matter if it's my target customer or not. In unscalable marketing, what you can do is, is you can actually spend more money. So I would spend money on a videographer. I would spend all day going and filming these things. I would spend um, countless hours trying to set up these interviews. I would spend time with the farm once I got there. So the fact that this is your ideal customer allows you to not only spend more money, spend more time, but the whole premise of this unscalable marketing is you don't know exactly where it comes from. These Google ads, you're paying five cents or $2 or $12 a click for this, and you know exactly where they're clicking and where they're going on your website after that. Unscalable marketing, we would get business from so many different directions when we would do these videos. Not only would we have the ability to recreate these videos and, and post edit them, put them on Facebook and run ads in that traditional way that you would think of, but also we would have the ability to, when we would interview these large farms, we would have the ability to build a relationship with these people that were not even our customers sometimes and have the opportunity to sell to them, not directly. We wouldn't say, so at the end of the video, would you like to buy our stuff? No, we would build a relationship with them and let them know kind of what we do and, and, and what we're trying to do with the show. We're trying to promote it to horse owners because we sell horse feed to commercial farms, hint, hint. Obviously, we would, we would let them know what we do, um, but we would get business in that way. Finally, we would also get business if 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 someone was the friend of a friend that saw their friend being interviewed on this show or whatever, they would automatically assume that we are buddies with this person. So there's so many different ways that you can get business from, from things like that, but it is unscalable. And the owner is involved. The owner was doing the interviews. The owner was in the middle of the videos. It's unscalable. It's hard to measure um, how much or where that business comes from, but that is doing the things that this mass marketing, these large corporations can't do. So finally, we've talked about the owner being involved in all of this. We've talked about how you need to narrow down your client and focus and spend more, spend more money, spend more time on this marketing. But finally, the third and final thing is not to be afraid of being weird. You know, I interviewed a guy by the name of Mike McCallowitz recently, and he wrote a book called Get Different. And the plea to his book was basically asking and begging people to be weird. Um, so being weird in your marketing, you don't want to be so weird that you run people off. You want to be different. You want to be unique. You want to be peculiar in your advertising, especially And by doing that, you are naturally setting yourself aside. Now, don't forget, you need to make it easy for people to do business with you, or you need to make it easy for people to find your website or find your store, or find your location, whatever it might be. But being a little bit unique will get the attention of someone immediately because you are not just like everyone else. So don't, don't see car commercials and don't see these, these roofing ads on Facebook or, or whatever it might be and think, oh, I need to make a video, a promo video, just like everybody else. 
be different, be unique, do different things. It doesn't have to necessarily, these, these ideas and these promotions that you do, it doesn't have to specifically correlate with your business. You know, I've already given an example of our, our feed company business, but our target demographic not only is a horse owner, but the majority of horse owners are female between the ages of 40 and 60. So we've taken a step back and said, what do females between the age of 40 and 60 like to do? And we gave a bunch of uh, examples and brainstormed a bit. And we found that 40 to 60 year old females who own horses love to talk and they love to talk to each other. So how could we get this group of women and, and build a community inside our location or whatever it might be. So recently we had uh, a, uh, what was the, the um, painting uh, party or whatever you want to call it, um, where they come and there's a head painter demonstrator and they, they um, painted a picture of a horse head. You know, that painting actually didn't correlate with our business at all. But in a sense it did. We know who our ideal client is. We know who our target customer is. And so we wanted to do things. We wanted to have an event that those types of people would want to be a part of. And finally, don't be afraid to be weird. Don't be afraid to have these different types of events or whatever it might be. But I want to say this loud and clear. At the end of this, at the end of that event, at the end of that video, at the end of the post, at the end of the article, at the end of you flying a banner across the road in an airplane, whatever it might be that you've done to be unique and different, let me say this loud and clear. You don't have to say, buy my stuff at the end of of every video. You don't have to say, so come and see us at a store near you at every video. You don't have to say, here's where our locations are at the end of every event or pitch or whatever it might be. I get so tired of somebody having this flawless video and you know the reason why they're doing it. People knew the reason of why we were having a painting in our store. We're trying to build community in the horse community. We didn't have to say, we're trying to build horse community here so that you'll come and buy feed from us. Everyone knew the purpose of us having an event at our store. Please, this is a rallying cry. Please don't tell people at the end of every video, at the end of every post, this is why I'm posting this. We know, we know why you're doing it. We understand why you're providing this information or this trying to be valuable to this community. You don't have to say it at the end of every video. People will do their own research. People will understand what you're doing and what you're getting at. Make it easy, make it simple for them to go through your website, make it simple for them to find your locations or whatever it might be, but you don't have to say it at the end of every marketing thing. So back to the beginning, like the, the farm that I went to that did business with us, this unscalable marketing is hard to say, this is where this customer came from. This is how much we paid for this marketing. And this is where this customer came from. It's hard. To, it's, it's, it's very um, hard to have a tangible results that you can measure from this. But unscalable marketing is what I have found to be by far the most valuable way of marketing. And just like the rescue that uh, the farm that I talked about at the very beginning of this, 
you might not know where it came from. You might not know if it was this video or that video or this video or this uh, event or whatever it might be, but just put in the work. Just do the things that you know get attention and get eyeballs and, and just try to build this unique, different marketing and good things will come eventually and start clicking for you. Thank you so much for giving me the time of listening to this episode. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Better Business Podcast with me, your host, Steve Cook. You know, starting or growing a business is hard work, so I hope that today's advice made it just a little bit easier for you. We'll be sharing more about this exact topic all this week on my social platforms. You can find me on Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, or if you would like to get a, a personalized blog post from me on this topic, you can join my email list and I will send you an email once a week. You can check the show notes to subscribe to that or find me on my website, whatever's easier for you. Now get out there and go grow a better business with this advice from today's Real Pros. Thank you for listening.